0: Hello Skyfriends! Scott here. I'm jumping in to let you all know that Seasons of Skyrend has officially launched our Patreon page. Now you can help support the show directly and get some bonuses in return. We have rewards ranging from special Discord roles to outtakes, to creating your own NPC for the world of Skyrend, and more. Head over to patreon.com slash skyrendpodcast for all the details. Every dollar goes into running and improving the show that you have helped make a success. And with your support, we can make the show even better. Thank you all so much for listening to us. Again, that's patreon.com/skyrandpodcast. Any amount of support is appreciated from the bottom of our hearts. Thank you. Hello, Sky friends, and thank you for joining us. I am your host and DM, Scott. I'm here today to talk to you about our sponsor, Libris Arcana. They offer dice subscriptions, leather gaming covers, and more. I signed up for their monthly subscription, and let me tell you, these are some great dice. They're perfect for causing some trouble in our game. Head over to their website, librisarcana.com and you can get a subscription of your very own. That's L-I-B-R-I-S-A-R-C-A-N-A dot com. As a bonus to Seasons of Skyrend listeners, you can use the promo code SKYREND at checkout to receive 20% off your first month. Each month, you'll receive a new and unique set of dice delivered right to your door. Again, enter promo code SKYREND at checkout receive 20% off your first month's subscription. Go get yourself some dice and help us keep the lights on. Thank you, and please enjoy this chapter in Seasons of Skyrend. Hello, Skyfriends, and welcome to Seasons of Skyrim, a custom 5e D&D adventure that focuses on the stories of our characters as they explore their impact on the world and the consequences that follow. I am your host and DM, Scott.
1: Hi, my name is Shannon. I play Aranus Grey, or Grey the Great, to my fans. I am a half-elf bard.
2: Hi, my name is Chris. I play Vale, the Changeling Rogue, sometimes known as Kara Frostfall or Lord Carver Gold Dagger III.
3: Hi, my name is Nate. I play Darvin Grim, the Human Monk.
0: Thank you for joining us. Please enjoy this chapter in Seasons of Skyrim. Book two, chapter fifty-one. Following orders. Who else is as far along as soccer? Almost as far along as sock. And Prado tells you there's, oh, there's only. Uh, mm. Only a couple others who were that ill. Some have passed recently, and some are good for another couple of months by our best guess. But, uh, yeah, there's just a couple more who are definitely going to be in line for that blanket after court. Bring them together in the same home. Um, they're pretty sick. We can. Go get, like, some stretchers or something and move them around. A little too weak right now to move on their own. Right. Ernest... My gear. Okay. Okay. Are you just sending Prado off to do that, or? Yeah.
2: And, wh- and then I'm going to, uh, I'm going to want to know where they're going to take them.
1: Probably the sickest ones.
0: Yeah. Now there's only a few, so there's you no know, point in putting them like in one person's home as opposed to another person's home. If Sock hadn't died so recently, they would use hers. There was a grung who passed away before you got here, quite recently, and all of the death rights have already been taken care of, and that hut is empty. And Prado can tell you which I We're going to take him over there to... We're going to take him over there to Torben's place. Uh, he passed about a week before you got here. His family's already removed anything of value. Well, anything of sentimental value. And pick it clean, obviously. Um, we'll go through it later and see if there's stuff that would be useful to the village. But yeah, Torben's place. I'll meet them over there. Um, so Arnis, you're going to go get yours and Vale's gear. Yep.
1: And go... I
0: mm-hmm. Get your duck armor back on Oh yeah Good to know, good to know Darvin, you going as well? Sure So, okay. so you're waiting, are you just waiting in Torbin's home? Yeah, go okay. Like most grown, Torbin was very small compared to the rest of you So it's a little cramped in the living space But that's mostly because you're hunching over There's certainly enough room in here For a few grown Enough space to lay down the sick It's about half an hour later Prado and Soro come rushing in through the door, and she just says, "I'm sorry, but they—they've passed along as well. All three of them. A little sooner than we thought, but they're—they're they're gone." Thank you. And I start to finish. Thank you. And Prado is just so confused at the thank you, and she turns to Soro and's like, "Go get so you know go inform the family." Get them together, you know, we've got to do a, a funeral. It's not an uncommon thing for them to do, but the family wasn't quite ready for it yet emotionally, mentally ready for it yet. They knew it was coming, but it's a little sooner than they thought. So, Vale starts heading out back to the horses, I would imagine, to go yep. get her stuff. Um, Darwin and Arnis, what are you doing?
1: I've got Vale's gear, so I'm after Vale.
0: Well, I assume Vale had already oh, geared up. Or... Oh, okay. yeah. yeah, that was I mean, that. What I can carry, at least. That was that half hour like, re-gearing up. I'm going to say you can still wear your pack. You're going to have to tie it a little differently around mm-hmm. yourself, but, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm not going to say you can't carry your own stuff around. That'd be weird.
2: Oh. Okay.
0: Coats are going to fit a little looser. Oh. <laughs> but other than that, yeah, you can still carry your stuff. Uh, Probably lost some weight. Yeah. No, not an upshot. All right.
2: I want to make you clear. I'm going to where our horses are, but yeah. I'm not leaving this village.
0: I just want to know if Darvin and Arnis, if you're following Vale, or if you've got other plans still here in this village. Uh, no other plans,
3: but probably giving Vale
0: some space.
1: Okay. I'm following Vale, because I don't really know what's going
0: on. Okay. As the three of you head back to your horses, Baron Misha, Sam Sniffins will catch up with you. Sam is extremely worried just about absolutely everything that's going on. Since you've gotten here, make sure that Vale feeling alright. I don't know what to say, Vale. That's—I'm real sorry about that, but I—I I understand it worked. It's the buzz around the village. Yeah, y'all did some good.
2: We did. And I say that as I stare directly at Darwin? Are we out of the village? You're near the edge of the village.
0: Sorrow had tied your horses up at a—I don't want to say like a hitching post specifically for this reason, but it's a makeshift one. It's a makeshift place for animals to be tied up. Uh, when travelers come into this area, it's very rare for them. But every once in a while, they do have to deal with outsiders. But it's a fairly secluded spot. They're not tending to people's horses. They're not a stable. They're not a service. Just, oh, yeah, you want to tie up your horses somewhere? Hey, it's pretty dry over there. They can get some water. They can reach some leaves.
2: When we get to our horses, I'm going to look at Darwin and say, I want to know, truthfully, did you or your people kill those growns? I didn't. They probably did. Do you see what I sacrificed for those grum? I do. Do you have anything to say? I don't think this is the right time. You need to pick your next words very carefully, Darvin. Do you or your people intend to kill any more Grump?
0: Only those.
2: And as, he says, as soon as he says only those, I start to walk back to the village.
0: Okay. Did you finish that sentence,
3: Darvin? Yeah. Only those that are too far gone to be saved.
2: I turn around and say, you do not get to make that choice. You're right, I don't. And I keep walking into the village. Oh, I'm, just,
0: I'm just gonna rain inspiration down on both y'all, right here. Why to
1: hide under his horse? Not even, nobody, nobody sees me.
0: Like- Get on top of and do that thing where you just, like, slide to the side. (laughs) All right. Vale is marching back into the town, slogging through the swamp. There's a very angry splash, 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 as they make their way through. Is anybody going after Vale? I'm not going after
3: Vale, Belle. I'm hoping... I just... I want to find Dusty.
0: If Dusty is findable. You know where he set up the tent? Yes. I will give you that. But as for like where he might be in the village, you've got just about as much idea as Vale does at this point. Okay. So it's up to you if you want to search in the village or if you want to go to the tent first. I'm check the tent first. Okay. Let's go to Vale first. Wonderful. Because I don't want to spoil anything.
1: What about, <laughs> What's what Aris doing? I
0: don't know, Aris. What are you doing? Sorry. Are you following someone? <laughs>
1: Poor Aris <Arnest. laughs> was a. Uh... Watching this whole thing as if it were a tennis match. If like he knew what tennis was. Um, and, uh... Wanja's veil starts to leave.
2: <laughs>
1: Looking back and forth. Wanja's darwin starts to go in the opposite direction. And is like, uh... Uh... uh and decides to go after veil, vale because I don't know what to do.
0: <laughs> okay. Sam and Baron Misha are equally confused... <laughs> Arnes, I think as you're walking away, you hear Sam turn to Baron Misha and just say, I think we should stay put and let them sort this out amongst themselves. I don't know the whole story here right now, but clearly it's, it's something. So now, mm-hmm. we can follow Vale, slogging back into the village.
2: Vale's looking for any of the grung youths that are the sentry slash warriors of the town.
0: Sure. Uh, also in Sorrow's little posse a young red grown. her name is Yadav she was one of the spear wielders when you first entered town
2: Okay, I find her, I look at her and I say <laughs> you need to sound the alarm you have at least one, potentially three monks of Korum moving amongst your population and killing those that are sick and infirm
0: we, we, we what oh my goodness, what we have to, people killing the sick that's the opposite of what we want done I don't like that at all.
2: They look exactly... They're dressed exactly like my friend who was with us. Pretty close. And I tell him that,
0: yeah. Um, What do their alarms sound like? Yadav starts sprinting through the water and dives underneath it. And you see a little wake in the water head towards a stone building, a stone dome. And she hops out on top of it and runs up to the top where there's this old giant piece of log that's hollowed out on the inside. And she grabs, like, a club and starts banging up against it. And there's this echoing low. like, foong, foong, foong. And Sorrow and other members of that posse start coming out. Like, oh, what, 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 what's going on? Oh, man, man, man. And they're starting to gather. And she's explaining things to them. Is there more you want to do, Vale? Um, do you want to go interact with those people? Yes, or... I'm going to
2: go interact with them. Okay okay can't listen to how they're planning to deal with this situation. Right now, it's uh,
0: they're going to comb through the city and look for outsiders.
2: Okay. Um, I'm going to tell them that if they can have the best, one of the best ways to protect those that they're going to come after would be for us to move them to a location where we can protect them more easily. If they're spread out amongst the city, they're going to be harder to protect. Um, yeah, they are a bit more spread out amongst
0: the city. They can certainly start getting on that. If it's just the Grung doing it, though, it's going to be splitting the efforts between combing the city for strangers and moving Grung into a central location.
2: Um, With my investigation skills, Mm -hmm. I can help lead the combing the city for the uh, intruders.
0: That's fair. Especially since I wouldn't recommend you carrying these Grung around. Not just because you're missing an arm. They're poisonous to the touch. Yeah. Oh, right. Oh, right.
1: (laughs) Because I was was like, oh, yeah, I'll totally help carry them. No, never mind. (laughs) Just kidding.
2: Uh, Arnis, what are you doing?
1: I don't know, Vale. What
2: should I do? Well, uh, as Arnis looks to Vale and asks this question, um, Vale's going to look at Arnis and say, well, I think you're going to need to make a decision at some point if you're going to get involved with me trying to protect the grung from essentially the god that's keeping you alive.
1: Right, there's that. What you're telling me is for my own safety, I really can't do anything.
2: You can continue to work on, you know, healing these grung, and, you know, I don't think anyone b- would b- begrudge you that. Okay. You can help move them by, like, carrying stretchers. That doesn't require you to touch them.
1: All right.
2: They certainly do have stretchers. It keeps you as neutral as possible.
1: Minimal involvement.
0: So Arnest is going to go help carry grung. veil is going to go off looking for Dusty. So Vale. Mm-hmm. Are you just roaming through the city? Are you going into buildings? What's Um, the plan?
2: Well, I know of a couple of locations he's been to. Yes. Within the evening. So the first step is to go to those and investigate them, see if I can not pick up a trail. Ah.
0: One thing I can tell you is that finding a trail in the ground is going to be hard with the water around. Not impossible. Things fall off of people all the time. But you can certainly go and see if he was even there. And maybe even get an idea of how recently... So yeah, go into one of those homes and give me an investigation check. Sixteen. You're able to find drying footprints on the ground, much too large to belong to a grown. Clearly someone about your same size. And as you look around, you're able to find an old pillow that clearly has marks on it as if it had been pressed up against a grung, likely to suffocate this person.
2: Okay. Do I have any of the grung with me?
0: Uh, if you wanted to bring some with you. Yeah, I'd say like they're, you know, if I'm leading them. I've got at least one
2: or two of them with me. All right, we'll put Sorrow and Yadav there. Cool. So I'm going to point these things out to them you kind know, of to further verify that I'm not just talking out my ass when I say that there's someone going around killing their elders. No, no, you've made a proper deduction. And I say, uh, we need to just start. So if we started moving the injured, we need to focus on protecting them. If they're surrounded by people, uh, us and the other warriors, then we can protect them. We just need to leave them not guarded. Or not leave them unguarded, that's what I meant to say. Got it, understood. At this point, searching doesn't solve anything. We need to be ready for them when they arrive.
0: They can certainly get to that. They can make sure that not only are people getting moved, but they're getting guarded. Do you want to continue searching, or do you want to go guard the sick? I want to find a perch. There's trees all over the place. Or you
2: can get on top of a building, even. I'm going to get on top of a building, ideally mm-hmm. in a rather shadowed area. Um, my crossbow's on a right-hand draw. Vale's <laughs> <So laughs> starting to learn how to adjust. And since the rapier is kind of useless, what they'll do is kind of bin their belt around. (laughs) So now the crossbow's on the left-hand draw and the rapier's just kind of over there because it's kind of useless right now I wasn't trained how to use it on my offhand. And uh, from my perch...
0: Okay. I want to say it's up here on top of this building. It's one of these stone-domed buildings. It is pretty shady, but there's also a large tree that has some overgrowth coming by. So you've also got some branch and big fat leaf cover. Fairly well hidden up there. And I'm just watching for... Pretty
2: much at this point, anybody's not a Grung coming to town. Okay.
0: Give me a perception roll. It's a 19. Your eyes are sharp. And as you stare across this village, what area you can see, not occluded by trees or fog or anything else, you see the Grung rushing about. You see Aranis helping them, moving people around. There's a. I mean, something less than panic. Uh, there's a sense of just general anxiety throughout. This isn't an all-out assault, but things aren't feeling safe. It's been a weird day, and there's a tension building. Darvin, it's time to go to you. You're heading off towards the tent. Yes. All right. The tent is outside of the grown Village. When you get there, there are no lights on inside. Damn, that's not a good sign. In a call-up. Just,
3: you know.
2: hmm
0: Hello, or something. You hear Alana answer back Hello? Darvin? Yeah, it's me (gasps) What do you need? Um, can
3: you come down for a second? prefer not to shout this up Sure She lightly hops out of the tent There's a little splish She lands Do you know where Dusty is? Oh, uh, he
0: Just got back Where is he now? She motions up to the tent. Uh, okay. Apparently a bunch of people start showing up and he wanted to come back and lay low. Yes.
3: <laughs> I don't think laying low is going to be
0: enough. No? I think you need to go now. I'm, Dusty's not sure he's done yet. He's been doing all the work himself. He said we weren't ready for... He said we yeah. weren't ready for this kind of service decorum. He is very wise. I am just going to say something a little cutting here He's very well trained in the ways of Coram Yeah I don't know if he's had as much education As some of the students back in Karami But he knows what he's doing
3: Fair But look I think you're being scapegoated Just a little bit We bring Coram's peace to the You know, those who need it Right That's all we've ever done. Unfortunately, some stuff my other friends were up to went pretty seriously wrong. One of them lost an arm. Oh my gosh. And I'm afraid we're kind of being scapegoated. Ooh. So, please tell Dusty. Do you want to tell him yourself, or should I? uh, Yeah, if I could talk to him. I mean, he's in the tent. Okay, yes, that would be good. Yeah, you can go up in there. Okay, i will going to talk to Dusty.
0: Repeat what I just said, though. <laughs> uh, Alana will join you up in the tent with Dusty. Gerso is in there as well. Dusty. Dusty is doing his best to stay as flat on the bottom of the tent as possible so as not to cast any shadow or anything. <laughs> he's taking some notes in a journal. I think as a fellow monk of Corum, especially a practiced monk of Corum, you know he's keeping track of his service. Yeah, he whispers to you, Hey, Darvin, sorry I didn't call out. Got a little hot back in the village. I, I know,
3: it's okay. You were right. You did what you did the smart thing. Yeah, I'm not sure
0: we're done yet. I was able to find a couple of other growing who were a little too far along. Mm. Near as I could tell. Uh, Maybe just...
3: I mean, I know it's not easy. I know we're pretty remote. Maybe go somewhere else for a couple of weeks. Maybe come back. I don't think you're safe here right now
0: Alright, Darvin Roll Persuasion I got an 11 And Dusty responds (sighs) I mean, you're totally right It is too much activity there We need to keep our distance for a while But I mean, it would really help us out If you could Convince your friends That it's time to go The grung are dangerous too On their own, don't get me wrong But I mean I know what you and your friends did back in Karami I don't want to mess with that If they're upset No thank you I don't know what I could do on that front I mean you're right
3: I don't know how much longer we'll be here anyway We've done what we set out to do The blanket is created I think the main (laughs) thing keeping them here is going to be You At this
0: point (laughs) That is a Damn Darwin that was a good point
3: so if I You get what I'm saying Dusty If I'm I do, I trying do. to
0: They're gonna know Real important question here Darwin. Gotta know if we're gonna be heading out To avoid running into uh, any problems with your friends Where are y'all going next? We need to go the other way Well If we're smart
3: You can name a city all I can think of is that in Darwin's mind, Pathok should be next, but I don't know if that's tied to a location.
1: Yeah, that's Patches.
0: Uh, well, you're pretty sure that's a good place to start, and you know that that's north of here. Okay. So I'll tell Dusty. Hopefully that's where
3: we're going, but I don't think we've made a formal decision on our exact next move yet. Alright. That is the one I would suggest, and I okay. think Arnas will take my side, saying as a soul is at risk, but you never know. Alright, alright, well,
0: if we head back, we'd have to head back down south anyways if we wanted to go back to Karami. Get around that bay. Yeah. Oof, not looking forward to getting deeper into winter, but. You... I will take cold over the Bard's Rebellion. Thank you. Sorry. I will take cold over the Wrath of the Bard's Rebellion. <laughs> Thank you. You are smart. Anything else you want to discuss with Dusty here? Or Lana and Gerso? No, I think we cover the basics. Okay. In which case, Dusty says, Alright, well, once you head out, we'll start packing up. Try to find a way to leave this area quietly. Smart. Okay. Lay low. Corum be with you. And you. Um, so do you head out?
3: Yes. Alright, where are you going? I'm going to go back to where the horses are-ish.
0: Alright. Veil, roll perception.
2: It's a twelve.
0: Yeah, with the twelve? I think up from your perch, and you're watching over the village. You don't see Dusty, Alana, or Gerso. But eventually you do see Darvin returning uh, and heading back towards the horses.
2: Okay. I hop down and I grab I wanna go find all the warrior grung.
0: Okay, they are moving the sick into a central build well they're moving the sick into several buildings closer towards the inside of the village they don't have a grand gathering hall the only place that they could really gather everybody would be in the temple and they could do that eventually but you made this sound very urgent so they're gathering them as close together as they can within the village if that eventually becomes a plan that'll be possible that would take a lot of time but as you get to those central buildings They're bringing in the last of the sick Arnis is there uh, And they're getting grung posted On lookout
2: What was the leader of the group's name again?
0: Of uh, the the kids? Soro. Mm-hmm.
2: Soro, how many fighters do you have?
0: Fighters? Um, six Like six, good to go The elders aren't really that great at fighting Yeah And if there are more, they're like yeah, farther dispersed within genre, the swamp okay. somewhere. Like, Not in the immediate vicinity. But they're young enough that they're to healthy on their feet. What sort of food. force they have to protect themselves with. As long as they are stationary within the village, even some of the older ones can help keep watch and present a barrier of some kind. Imelda can probably provide a couple interesting things uh, with her magic. Okay. But she's not specialized in
2: and, and offensive like, stuff. like their elder leader, that's Imelda. Or
0: have we not She's. Elder I don't think the Grung really have an elder who's in charge. Mostly because the older they get, the sicker they get. The more they succumb to this condition. So while the village as a whole relies upon the wisdom of the elders, keeping one of them in charge of everything, that's just asking for trouble. You never know when it's going to take a turn for the worse. So... There really is a lot of... rule by committee. Imelda is probably one of the oldest who is still up and active. Prado is a little younger than her. Court, once he is finished healing under the blanket, he will be among the eldest and probably pretty invaluable to this community when he's healed. That's a week away.
2: Okay. I'm gonna pull Soros and Imelda together in space with Court and we'll have a conversation with the three of them.
0: Alright. Aranis, you are there and you see Vale pulling
2: aside these grown What do you want to do?
1: I guess I want to listen. Yeah. Uh.
2: So, as I kind of pull them aside, I'm going to explain to them, it doesn't look currently like the threat is in town based on what we've been able to discover. Correct? And I'm kind of looking for confirmation from Cerus <laughs> and... and um
0: there's some general nods but also just a sigh of relief when you weren't sure so to hear it coming from you who was also out on the lookout is an extra benefit like ah outside confirmation
2: okay and I explain to them then what I know Mm -hmm. about the monks of quorum quorum's orders and how they affect the town and I present to them the fact that based on my experiences with quorum this won't be over until he sees it done so it means either your village is going to be in a constant state of readiness for an attack from these monks or I do know where they're potentially heading out if you want to be proactive
0: I think Korp takes a seat takes that blanket hugs it over his shoulders a little bit so you've seen these monks of Korb
2: fight before Many times. How dangerous are they? I would say they're very dangerous. I would make it clear that based on my experiences with them, their intention is not to come and murder everyone. They see their actions through quorum as bringing peace to those who are meant to die. Right. God of death,
0: yeah. Um, hmm. I guess I should be asking this more direct... Would you be comfortable sending a group of kids against them?
2: If your people chose to go on the attack against them, I would go with them.
0: And he looks over at Soro, who's eager, in a sense. You know, defending the village is what the kids are supposed to do. At least his group of kids. I mean, look, I want to defend the, the village. As long as you think we have a chance of being successful. Are you sure they're coming back? Because if they're gone, I could take some time and get some more. I and mean, there's scouts out farther in the swamp, but that'll take days, if not longer, to get them. But if you think we have a shot as it stands, and we can get them to retreat, yeah.
2: I don't know whether they'll be back now, or tomorrow, or based on our actions tonight. They might wait weeks and come back. I don't know enough about their order to be able to predict when they will return, but I do have a strong feeling that they will return to do what they believe is their God's work. So do you think attacking now is the wisest course of action? I would say attacking now is going to buy you more time to prepare for when they send the next group of warriors to you. Okay. Roll persuasion. You're making a a cogent argument here. It's an 11. If you're coming with us, we'll go. We'll make sure they run. If it's your people's decision to fight, I will fight with you. I didn't give my arm to watch you
0: die. Okay. And yeah, Sorrow starts calling over his little gang. Aris, Vale is forming a gang with the groan.
1: my instinct is to help, but then the other part of me feels like I can't really do anything. What with the whole, like, soul in jeopardy thing. Quorum's already, already like, uh, <laughs> get on that thing what you owe me so so i don't particularly want to anger him further by going after his people okay. any more than i'm already gonna to help Vale out later
0: later which later
1: with the guy that killed Vale's mom
0: oh yeah that one uh so for now artist is not going to join Vale. so what is Arnus doing
1: i don't actually know okay Maybe go back out and stay with the horses? Vale? You got thoughts?
2: Are you asking Vale what you should do right now?
1: Kind of.
2: Well, then Vale's going to say if you're not coming with us, you're best served either, if you choose to, staying here and working to keep the Grung safe should the monks of Coram come while we're gone, because I'm taking myself and four of their fighters to go try and keep them from coming back. Or... You can go hang out with Darvin. He's waiting at the horses.
1: Oh, that sounds awkward. Alright, I'll stay here. (laughs) (laughs) Aww. (laughs) For now. Until I feel like I'm in the way and then I'll figure something else out.
0: I don't think the Grung are gonna find your presence awkward unless you make it awkward. Okay. You're there to help. You've proven that much. Darvin, you're back at the horses with Sam and Baird Misha. Is there anything you want to do? One thing, and it's Silly, but I have logic, sort of.
3: I kind of want to sneak off a little ways from Sam and Baron and pray. And before you ask, I'm not really praying, except I kind of am. I don't realize that I've been spotted by Bill. And right. S- and I suck at deception. So my intent is if they ask, hey, what were you up to? I'm going to be like, I was praying.
0: <laughs> so you're praying as an alibi. Yes. Yes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I've never heard of that Prayer as an alibi, I like it
0: Okay, so there's no Religious act of prayer here We're just going doesn't, through the motions Doesn't there have to be a religious act of prayer Or it won't work as an alibi? <laughs> I mean, that's your call, Darwin If you feel you actually need to pray In order to say that to your friends That you are out praying yeah, I then feel yeah. like otherwise you'd make me real deception And we know that's not going to go well <laughs> You're right uh, So instead, you're going to Take a short little walk away from the horse. Or are you doing it on the back of... <laughs> oh, my horse. <laughs> not easy. Are you doing it on the back of horse? <laughs> no, that would be... That would be inappropriate. It's okay. not the right word.
2: <laughs> Illly <be> advised. <laughs>
0: yeah. Okay. So you just go off to a quiet little spot. Sam and Bear and Misha watch you go over there to pray. And since you're so keen on not rolling deception later... <laughs> go ahead and roll religion. To pray. Going to be an actual prayer, so you don't lie. Let's talk to Coram. All right, talking to
3: here I got a twenty-five. Oh, wait, 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 man. twenty-four. Sorry.
0: Hell yeah! Oh, I love it when we get to talk to God. Are you kidding me? Harold rolled nineteen. You close your eyes and you get into prayer, and again, as oh, it's not even yesterday, as earlier today. Your vision, with your eyes closed, darkens until white light begins to fill your vision, and everything's a nice, soft white all around. I think that's all you see with your eyes closed. And again, you see that shrouded version of Corum up here, just from about the shoulders up. Hood pulled deep forward. Hello again, darling. I see. That you have been busy. I'm doing my best. What do you seek? Actually, just
3: solace. These are complicated times, and I'm doing my
0: best. Comfort? Solace? The times trouble you? Does carrying out my work trouble you? No,
3: it's not that.
0: Then, what is it?
3: It's all the other factors that make things complicated.
0: It's not an easy life that I ask of my followers. But if it's comfort you need, something I can provide. What kind of comfort is Darwin looking for here? Is emotional support? Does he need a good
3: nap? Darwin's like, oh shit! I hoped you wouldn't answer, but he can't say that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) What kind of solace is this? What do you? What does Darwin feel like he
3: actually needs here? Just, just some calming down. Just some emotional support. Just some. He's worried a little bit that because he's torn and he's not, everything he's doing isn't for Quorum. And sometimes those things conflict. Mm -hmm. Like, for instance, when he ran out to check on Vale, he had to do that. Right. But he's aware that that's a little, you know, maybe not the best move for a monk of Quorum to make. Mm -hmm. So he's not apologizing so much as looking
0: to be told that it's okay. Let's see, what does say to that? I think there's a lot there that you can express with your words, and since you are connected to Quorum through prayer right now, there's a lot that he can pick up as soon as you're willing to open up about it, just internally. Well, Darwin, as much as those grown needed to be granted mercy, I also understand that you need to see if your friends are in the same situation. Luckily, their lives are not in danger at the time, and that's a good thing. Arnis still owes me and, while I will accept their death if it comes to that, I would rather he succeed. So if you just need, if you need absolution for looking to your friends, then I can tell you that you don't need it. As long as you stay on the path I've set before you, and ensure your friend does as well, you can always come to me for comfort. Okay, let's go to Vale and the game.
2: So, Vale, what's going on? What are you doing? My intention is to leave these ground quietly up to where I remember the Monks of quorum
0: camping. Okay, you can go ahead and roll stealth. Uh, I'm going to roll one for the grown but they're going to have advantage, since they can just swim underneath the water in places.
2: Uh, I got a 15. Okay. That's the worst I can roll without failing. Damn. Without crit failing? Yeah. Wow. You have a
0: ridiculous bonus to
2: stealth. Jeez. It's, uh, it's what I
0: do. Well, without that arm, you're no longer a beacon attracting attention. And you've spent the day here in the swamp, kind of grown used to how to move in the water without making too much noise. You're heading out to where you saw Darwin coming mm, from?
2: Or, uh, well, where I where? know the camp is.
0: Oh, that's right. You uh, guys did see the camp. Yeah, that's right. That is a very fair point. It also happens to be the general direction from where Darwin was going, coming. And the group of you are able to move pretty silently out in that direction. And it's about 50 feet away when the fog gets thin enough and the trees are far enough apart that you can see the three of them wrapping up that tent. They're getting ready to hightail it. They're moving with some speed and intention.
2: Okay, so at this distance, I'm going to look to the ground and try and, with as few words, most of the gestures instruct them to hold until they see me make my first attack.
0: Alright, holding. Yeah, not a problem.
2: And my intention is to sneak up on them and go for. Go for the stronger monk first.
0: Okay. Uh, the three of them are packing up their stuff, and you go to move silently up behind Dusty. Make a stealth roll.
2: 29.
0: <sighs> I'm not even going to bother rolling. I was already content with using passive perception because the three of them are quickly rolling things up, packing things away. There's a little chit-chat between them, but they're not really paying attention to their surroundings so much. They're not looking around. They're focused on task at hand, which is Darwin said we should go. That's good advice. And you sneak up right behind Dusty.
2: And I'm going to use my
0: assassination on him.
2: Ugh. Okay, so that's going to be with my hidden blade, because it's the weapon in hand here. So it's going to be a... That's a 15 to hit. Oh, I'm so sorry, my dude!
0: Oh, fuck. Oof. What did you roll on the dice? A one and a four. Oh my gosh. Okay. You lunge up with your hidden blade and press your hand to the side on his back... And as the blade extends, your hand moves along this insulated robe he has, this fur-lined robe, and the blade comes out just right next to his ribs, piercing through that, and it sticks out in front, and he looks down and says, oh, shit! Oh, let's roll initiative.
2: Alrighty.
0: Let's see, sweetheart.
2: Dusty, Alona, Gerso,
0: Vale, and Grug. All right, veil Vale. What did you roll for initiative? A nine. Phew. It's taking some getting used to without that right arm. Yeah, apparently. So you spring this attack on the three of them. Dusty is caught, completely off guard. But thankfully your blade just barely misses him and tears a hole right through his robes. He quickly turns around, as do Alana and Gerso. The two of them hoist up what they'd been packing, sling it over their shoulders... And Oh yeah, they've got quarterstaffs. So they reach over and grab those and they just take a defensive position and Gerso says Dusty, what do we what do? We do? Um, this was not part of the plan. We should go, right? Alana is very much in agreement. <laughs> we, we didn't set out to go jumping into any fights. They all look fine and healthy. This is not part of the plan at all. Like Aside from part of the plan, this is not what we, told, we were told we were going to do. So the two of them, staffs in hand, take up a little defensive posture and like, take a couple steps back. The Grown are going to launch their attack on Dusty. I think the four of them are all going to pull their bows. They're each going to pull an arrow, and as they pull it to the bow, they just rake the head of it along their shoulders. get some of that poison on it, and they all pull back and just fire simultaneously at Dusty. There's four of them, so here comes four little arrows. Jeez. That's impressive. That's a 15, a 16, a 17, and an 18 on the die. RIP.
1: Dude. You should go play Yahtzee.
0: (laughs) Yahtzee. Uh, I guess when Vale leads a gang, Vale leads a motherfucking gang. (laughs) Damn. Yahtzee. Okay. Dusty. Being a Monk of Corum like Darvin, is able to deflect missiles, so he's going to attempt to catch one of these and throw it back. Godspeed, Dusty. Uh, oh, first they need to roll their damage. Whew. So he's going to try to catch one of those, he needs to roll a d10. So Dusty sees these arrows coming at him and really doesn't like getting shot at all, but he can only try to catch one of these. That's not enough. That's not. I mean, he'll, some of that damage is still going to get through. He's only going to be able to reduce that by
2: five?
0: Darwin has certainly surpassed him in the monk arts. You've been out and about, like, exploring the world, getting good. He's been in the city. Still working, but nowhere near as hard a pace as you. And now he needs to make a bunch of constitution saving throws. One for each arrow that hits him. All of them fail, 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 pass. <laughs> so, as these arrows pierce into him, it's probably the one that he tried to deflect that doesn't poison him. He's able to catch it along the side, and the fletching on it digs into his hand for a bit of damage. But the other ones are gonna let's see six. My kingdom for infinity d4 that. that's another 15 damage. Jeez. These grung at Vale's command have messed Dusty up pretty good. He's got three arrows in him right now, which have all poisoned him. He's got blood trickling from one of his hands. He looks very panicked and would love to do something. Unfortunately, Vale got a higher initiative role than him. So Vale, you're face to face with Dusty, who looks scared, honestly. He was not ready for a fight.
2: Yeah, that's how, that's how gonna handle this. How? They have not, has not had a turn... No! ...yet, so I have advantage on them. That is true!
0: I forgot about that other ability you've got. So
2: I'm gonna go ahead and attack again. Mm-hmm. That's better. That 11 plus 9 makes it a 20. That time it will hit. 25 damage. Oh, by
0: Coram's grace! Uh, so yeah, you stabbed him real good. And he cries
2: out in pain. And to end my turn, I will tell him, as I've got him on my Assassin's Blade, uh, okay. if you leave now and never send another Monk of quorum to this town, you can live. Roll Intimidate with advantage. You've got a dagger inside of him right now, and he's not
0: doing so hot. Oh, that's a 19. Nice. He rests a hand on your forearm. He says, we were... Oh. Just about to leave anyways You have my word I won't come back
2: And never another monk
0: I certainly won't send any I'll, I'll, I'll tell Augulus not to But I, he takes his orders from higher up I'm not the boss But I, it won't be at my behest If that's what you're saying
2: Let them know Let Augulus know That this village will be ready And I pull out my blade Push him
0: he falls down. He just like slumps into the water there and just uh, takes a moment to pick himself back up. Motions back to Alana and Jersa, like, stop, stop, no. Like, yeah, we really are just getting the hell out of here. And I
2: hold a hand out to uh, the grung, kind of si- signal to them to hold.
0: I think they could hear your deal. And he slowly gets up. <sighs> All right. Darvin's traveling with some real good people. We didn't mean any offense to you. We don't want any trouble from you. Let's... Ah, holds his side some more. It's good to see what you can do. Ow. I hope you and Darvin can keep each other safe. Ow. Ow. Uh, and he slowly just backs away picks up the rest of his stuff. They start heading out into the fog.
2: Okay. I approach the grown and I mm-hmm. say, I told them it's time to head back to your village. We have a lot of work to do tomorrow. All right. So Arnis,
0: how's it going?
1: <laughs> Arnis is, I guess, in the village when they're like coming back. I've just been kind of like monitoring the sick and I mean, doing what I can, making them comfortable, I guess. and mm-hmm. Um, i don't know what to do
0: okay <laughs> as you're tending to the grung you see veil and a squadron of grung appear through the fog i think it's a very badass walk
1: <laughs> like people Box
0: emerging style. from the fog my brain sees it in still motion wisps of fog <laughs> veils one sleeve waving in the wind and the sleeve wasn't destroyed, just the arm. That's no, the nice arm touch. was destroyed, but you went and got the rest of your gear, so I yeah. imagine one of those things had a sleeve. <laughs> so you're wearing Bring a new sleeve. Like, whatever shirt you were wearing, that oh, sleeve's gone. New sleeve, who
1: dis? <laughs> is, like,
2: I, I think eventually Bill's going to start wearing that extra sleeve. Like, you know how some people who are missing an appendage, like, pin it up? But I think it's pinned up with, like, with a dagger. Yeah. Woven into the arm.
0: Alright, and the Growing Return. What is this? We have a lot of work to do tomorrow. Oh,
2: I just want to spend the next day imparting to them all the knowledge I have on how they can protect themselves from stealthy invaders so that they're prepared for when or if more monks of Quorum come. Okay. Just like the basic counter-attack knowledge that I would have learned throughout my training.
0: All right, well, I'm, we can decide how that looks later. If it's just one day, I'm not yeah. to worried. It's not like you're staying here for a month and, like, running them through a regiment well, or something.
2: Well, there was a part of me that was considering the Vale with one less arm and now a significantly less skilled assassin might just decide to take up roots here and make the rest of their life defending the grung, but I think there's too much else going on I, that they want to do. If you, That door is open.
0: It really depends on how much Vale wants to do to help protect these grung. You effectively scared away Dusty and the gang. But that's up to you. So, let's bring everybody back together here as best we can. Vale is returned with the groan. The elders and the sick are fairly well stationed now in a few different huts. They've got lookouts. They will take a report from Vale. Darvin, are you just staying out by the horses praying? Well, I don't think I'm For done praying by now. I'm probably whittling or something. All right. You wrap up your prayer. Do feel some solace from it? What are you whittling? I don't know. A duck.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> to a duck. All right. I don't think you are whittling one before. Same. We've had some duck things happen before. Um, but I've never, never a whittled on. one. Yeah, I
2: right. think that's probably Your what's armor. stuck in
0: my head. Yeah, the duck armor. You're whittling a duck. How big? How big is this figurine that you're whittling? Not bigger than this. Smaller, probably. But, uh, you're going to need these words. Oh,
3: yeah. This is an audio medium here. Right. Uh, couple inches in length. Like okay. Proportionately duck
0: A little figure Sized. Yeah. Not Something big. you can hold in your hand, in your palm. Yes. I think from the horses you can hear Vale and Aranus gathering the grung together, getting them ready for some advice before you all head out. But it doesn't look like they're heading back to the horses anytime soon. You can keep looking over. A little bit more on your duck. Look over to them. Like, they're still not coming back. They haven't even started making that long walk back over to the horses. Like... That thing where you know, you're walking away and then you stop and talk for a few minutes. And you walk away a few more steps and talk a little bit more. And like, not even at that point yet, they're still deep in like actual conversation with these grown. Are you just going to stay out out of horses still, or are you going to rejoin? I'll you stay. don't have to. I'm, I'll stay out of their way. Okay. I think Baronisha, Sam will stay out there with you. They'll give you your space like, until you come up to talk to them. Since you were just in prayer, that was a nice little holy moment. Um, I don't know if you're ready to talk again yet. I'm good now. They can
3: talk to me. I'm not going to seek them out for conversation, but I'm not going to be closed off. Okay.
0: So as we get deeper into the night, the Grung need to rest. They're going to put up sentries. They're going to have lookouts. They all do feel a lot more confident that things are going to be safe. Soro is talking about the game. Now he and Yadav and the others. On point today with defense. (laughs) You should have seen the arrows. (laughs) This guy tried to spin around. Nothing. Still got him. So... Do you guys want to rest in one of their huts? i do you want to sleep in one of their huts for the night? Or are you setting up camp elsewhere?
2: If I'm invited to, I will.
0: They will let any of you sleep in one of their huts. Are you yeah, kidding me?
2: Definitely.
0: After what you guys have done? Uh, nobody's narked on Darvin yet, so he's still welcome here too.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: And um... technically speaking, Darvin didn't do anything. Um, <laughs> he may be a bit of an abler, but he didn't do anything. I did nothing for either side. Oh. Which is equally important here. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Please. No, I'm, yeah, I'll, I'm going to rest with them.
0: Arnis and Darwin, you sleeping in the village as well? Sure. It'll keep you out of the wind. It'll definitely keep you a little bit drier. These huts, still small. It's like sleeping in one of those little four-person tents, laid out completely, You've got head in one wall, feet in the other. You can almost stand up when you're standing in the very center of this room, but that's still a little head tilt. I think Sam and Baron Misha and Stiffens are in another one, like right next door. There's not going to be one big enough for five medium-sized creatures and a dog. Oh, sorry. Sam and Sniffins are still in Tamani form. It keeps them warmer and lots of crazy things have been happening. (laughs) That's fair. And they can sleep just fine in that form. So as the three of you are lying in this little hut, I imagine there's a light coming from a, a torch. Some stone that Arnus has lit up before you all settle down for bed. What is the mood like in here before everybody goes to sleep? I
2: think, uh...
0: Is there any, like, late-night conversation?
2: No, I think the vale veil is purposely sleeping with Arnus between them and Darvin and a wall on the other side.
0: So we get a nice, long, quiet night where every little turn on the on the floor of this hut causes a little creak. Things are very awkwardly silent here until one by one you all drift to sleep for the night. And with that, we'll bring this chapter to a close. But the story will always continue. Thanks again to all of our Patreon patrons for your support. If you'd like to become a patron, go to patreon.com slash podcast and pick out a level that's right for you. Before we go, I'd like to give special thanks to everyone at the $5 and up tiers. At the $5 City Council level, thank you, Maximilian John and Shannon DeMello. At the $10 Mayor level, thank you, Sierra Jones. And at the very generous $15 Governor level, thank you, Steve Gettys. Podcast art created by Vanessa Blockland. You can find more of her art on Facebook or at VanessaBlockland.com. Lachlan spelled B-L-O-K-L-A-N-D Podcast music by Daryl Dibber Reconos You can find more of his music at Dibber.mo or at SoundCloud.com slash Dibber Music Dibber spelled D-I-B-U-R Thank you for listening to this chapter in Seasons of Skyrend If you like what you heard, please leave us a 5-star rating and review on iTunes or wherever you find us if you want to chat, we're on Twitter at Skyren Podcast. You can join our Discord server, or you can email us at skyrenpodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us online at skyrendpodcast.com.